Hello, I'm Jennifer, and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts. This is episode two, and if you're following me over from episode one, thank you for continuing to haunt me. If you are new, well, you're a very welcome spirit here, and I appreciate you visiting me. And just so you know, if you are listening to this podcast, there is a YouTube channel in which you can watch this podcast. If you're on YouTube watching it, please know that the audio is available on all of your favorite pod apps. As I said, my name is Jennifer, and as a professional medium, I do talk to ghosts. I also love ghost stories, and I'm going to share another one with you this evening. Here is a favorite of mine that I've made sure to add to my collection, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. So let's unearth it right now. So I keep waking up around 4.30, 5 a.m. in the morning to the sound of my 12-string guitar playing in the living room. The first few times this occurred, I thought someone had entered my house, so I went downstairs. The moment I entered the living room, the sound stopped. It's truly puzzling to me, and I constantly keep looking inside the guitar and around my living room because my first thought was that someone was probably playing some kind of joke. I was beginning to think it was all just my imagination until a friend who stayed over asked, Why were you playing your guitar so early? So obviously, it isn't just me. Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends, and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The spirits, and I thank you. Have you ever heard any unexplainable noises in your own home at night? I shared this particular story with you today because it reminded me of a reoccurring experience of my own when I was younger. Around the age of 11 or 12, my family and I lived in the woods of Connecticut. I really appreciated living in the deep forests of the East Coast. It was very formative for me and it truly has influenced my connection with nature, and why I choose to live in the Pacific Northwest today, surrounded by greenery. Now, the house we lived in was a very charming two-story house in the woods. When you walked into the front door, you had the option to go straight up the stairs, or you could go past the stairs on the main floor and either go to the living room on your right, or go to the dining room in the kitchen on your left. And either way you went, those areas traversed back to the back hallway behind the stairs where there was another two bedrooms and a bathroom. Now, on the main floor there, I shared a bedroom with my younger sister while the rest of my family had bedrooms upstairs. The house didn't necessarily have a creepy vibe to it, but it did have one of those dirt floor root cellar basements. But besides that, it was a very lovely home. However, on several occasions at night, I would be sleeping in my bedroom at the back of the house, 
and I would be awoken to noise in the living room. It sounded like conversation was going on. Several people, um, maybe four or five, it kind of sounded like either a dinner party or someone had left the TV on. And this was really confusing to me because it would be 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. Now, the first time it happened, I just laid there for a while thinking, what is going on? This is really confusing. So eventually, I decided to get up and investigate. I didn't bother to wake up my sister. I left the bedroom, walked down the hallway to the front of the house where the living room was, and right when I crested the open doorway to the living room, it stopped. The entire living room was dark, the TV was off, no one was awake, nothing was going on. Silence. So, I would go back to bed. The next time it happened was very much like the original experience. I'd wake up to talking, muffled voices, not quite being able to make out what was being said, but a lot of noise, as if someone left the TV on or people were talking in the living room. So again, it's like, okay, I'll go check it out again. And I would go down the dark hallway, and right when I get to the living room, the noise was gone. Complete silence, complete darkness, nothing going on. Eventually, I learned to ignore it. If it would wake me up at night, I'd roll over, put the pillow over my head, try and go to sleep. I mentioned it to my parents once and my siblings. I asked them if they ever heard anything at night, and they didn't. This is a really good example of events in which I heard something but didn't see something. Now, speaking as a medium, what we're talking about here is what you would call clairaudience where you hear something in a paranormal capacity, either in real life or in your head. As a medium, I do experience clairaudience. That is often how I receive names from spirits I'm communicating with. I do some warm-up prep work before meeting with a client for a medium session. This is a little bit of quiet time before the session. It can really bring in some useful information before we even meet. There was one time while I was centering myself when I felt a male presence come into the room and I can sense he was there. So I asked him what his name was and he said his name was Michael. And then he showed me a red motorcycle and I'm like, hmm, I don't think I know this person. And then he says to me, Michael, Michael motorcycle, <laughs> which made me laugh. And then the spirit went on his way. I did a little research after the fact and discovered that Michael, Michael motorcycle is actually some song lyrics as well as a popular children's taunt. <laughs> but that was enough to confirm to me that Michael had indeed popped in to say hello before one of my sessions. <laughs> my stronger abilities are clairvoyance, which is 
being shown pictures, images, situations, any kind of imagery uh, that a spirit wants to use to connect with me. I'm also rather clairsentient. That term means clear feeling. As an empath, I can pick up on the emotion of a situation or the personality of a spirit that wants to come through. I feel physical sensations as well. If a spirit had a particular illness or malady, I may feel uh, a pain in my chest, sometimes my throat, stomach issues. <laughs> it can be really interesting. But that kind of physical interaction or even feeling um, an inkling of pain, normally when you acknowledge that you've received the message, you're noting it, you're going to pass it on and ask for a spirit to please subside it, they do. There was one time in a particular reading where I felt my left eye like cloud over or I couldn't see and I was asking my sitter, uh, the person I was reading for, you call them your sitter, uh, I was asking them what what's going on with my left eye here? I feel it feels clouded. It feels like I can't see in it. And uh, she had acknowledged that the person who had passed had had a tumor behind their eye and they had to have it operated on and they had lost some of their sight in that eye. And that is a great example. I really do strive for evidential mediumship so that a person can have a session with me and really truly feel that connection with a past loved one during a session with me. So see, it's not all scary. During these episodes, I really do hope to find that balance, that great mix of spooky, scary ghost stories, as well as wondrous examples of how the material world isn't all there is. There is more out there after this life. There is more out there on a spiritual level for anyone to explore. And the universe is a grand place. When I think about the material world and taking it at face value, it starts to feel cold and small really quick. But when we bring in the wondrous and the strange and the things that we just can't explain, that's when life gets interesting. That's when you're knocked out of your comfort zone and you can add a little wonder into your life, knowing that there's something bigger than you, bigger than this. And I love that. <laughs> and with that, thank you for visiting with me today, dear listener. If you're enjoying this podcast, please reach out from the ether, like, share, subscribe, tell your spooky friends and leave a kind review. I hope you've enjoyed the stories I shared with you this evening and wherever you wander off to in this life or the next, remember, come back and visit me. Have a lovely evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible's storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. 
Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com slash ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading!